going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 207 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Waltar. Hello. And LJ Lowry. Yo. This week we're geeking out about Quidditch, Chris Pratt's new production company, and another, another streaming service. But first, special shout out to our Patreon at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace, specifically Brian Schiller, Jordan Garter, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Braban, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for giving uh, to the Patreon, to Geeks Under Grace. It means a ton to us, and it's why we're able to do the things that we're able to do. Uh, yeah, we love you. Mm-hmm. I think we can just get right into video games. LJ, cool. what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a few things. Uh, one of the things I started playing was um, a game called Journey to the Savage Planet. Cool. And oh. uh, it it came to P- it came to PS4, Xbox, and PC. It's like a space exploration game, but it's very linear. It kind of has like a No Man's Sky look, but it actually feels a lot like Metroid Prime to me. It's like the closest thing we'll ever get to because like you scan a lot of stuff, and the more stuff you scan, like the more tools and upgrades you can you know mm-hmm. create and stuff like that. It's got a pretty yeah. good sense of humor. Uh, a lot of interesting creatures. Like, um, there are these little, like, bird guys where if you, if you do something to them or scare them, they'll split into, like, two smaller ones and start screaming and, like, running and run away. Um, there are these other little ones where you can feed them this, like, globby, like, food stuff, and then they'll, like, go eat it and, like, and, like, make farts and stuff, and then you can, like, collect the materials from that. Like, there's all these different materials you can collect from these non-hostile creatures and, and these, like other hostile ones uh, it's pretty cool though it, i'm enjoying it a lot cool. uh, it was only like 30 bucks um and then the other one i played which is definitely weird to me is sonic lost world oh it's a bit of an older game right yeah it came to wii u i think maybe okay. maybe wii u and 3ds it's kind of a weird time in kind of the sonic history because it was like after all the 06 stuff and then like in the middle of kind of the Sonic Boom stuff, but the best way I've heard it described as is Mario Galaxy, but Sonic. Because it's oh. the one that's got, like, the spinning, like, levels that, like, kind of, like, rotate and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. um, but there are these, like, evil creature guys that uh, work for Robotnik, and, like, he, like, controls them, and so you fight most of them throughout the game. It's... I don't know how to feel about it really because it's not necessarily a bad game, but I think in terms of like level design and stuff like that, I think it's one of the weirdest Sonic games I've ever played. Joe would but... call it a bad game. <laughs> if it's Sonic, it's bad. <laughs> well, it's definitely 3D Sonic. Uh, it's got yeah. some like cool like 2D style like segments to some of the levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just kind of like it's just odd. Like I, I can't necessarily it's it, I can't necessarily say it's a bad game. It's just kind of weird, but. I'm enjoying that. I wanted something to play because the Sonic movie is coming out. Right. And so yes. it's like... I'll be watching I'm that Friday. The... Yeah. For Valentine's it. Day. So my wife is awesome. Yeah, I'm going to do the Bible study for it too. So that'll be fun. Lit. Nice. Um, so it's just kind of weird. Like, I, I already beat Sonic Forces. So it's like, I'm not going to play that. Uh, I'm on the last level of Sonic Mania. And so it's like, I've been kind of like stuck on that. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to play this Sonic game that I never actually played before that I've had on on pc for a while so i was just kind of trying to play six oh, i don't have anything to play that on so. oh that's fair yeah and i'm i guarantee you lost world is probably better than sonic 06 there's a fan made i don't know how people feel about that but it's like they've taken sonic 06 and they're remastering it and they're taking out all yes. the glitches yeah which to wow. me that would be kind of neat to play yeah and i know that I, I some people are going to be like oh remake and it's not licensed that's wrong but sega seems to be kind of okay with stuff like that i mean sonic mania was literally a bunch of like indie people that they brought together to mm-hmm. to make that yeah they uh, did like sonic flash games and stuff yeah i would love if the sonic 06 thing gets finished and sega's like hey we'll buy it from you and release it yeah that'd be cool i'd, I'd play it i'd give it a shot yeah it seems like they fixed a lot it's mm. no use it looks good <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. reference to the game for those who don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just kind of like 
I'll play this weird Sonic thing that is in my Steam library. So, have you played um, Sonic Adventure Two? Yes. Oh yeah, I've I've played Sonic Adventure Two also, but I wanted to play something okay. I kind of hadn't played before. I just didn't I'll know probably... if you'd played that or not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm in this weird kind of gap, like in time where, like, I was I was born young enough to like be able to appreciate the 2D ones, but also like have a love for the 3D ones. Yeah. So it's like I'm not like a full-on 3D Sonic hater because I did love Adventure 1 and 2. Those games were If they made solid. a Sonic Adventure 3 and it took place right after Sonic Adventure 2 does and was not a terrible game like glitch-wise. <laughs> like it was a clean game, let's put it that way. Would mm. you be excited? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I would. Cool. I'd play it. We could be I, I loved so I loved <laughs> Sonic Forces and nobody else did. A lot of people hate Sonic Forces also. Um, oh yeah, I've heard I gave that game an 8 cause on our website, and it got bombed pretty hard, but I liked it. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that are upset since Sonic was 6, like, because of the glitchiness, mm-hmm. and there's this kind of stigma now that Sonic doesn't know how to make good 3D games. But, like, Sonic 2 was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I haven't played Sonic Forces yet. I've heard that I've liked, I would like it, though. It goes on sale a lot. I'll have to, next time I see it on sale, I'll let you know. Okay. It's worth it, though. It's on, like, every platform. I played it on PC because I got my new shiny PC at the time, um, but it's on, like, Switch and everything, so. Cool. Mm-hmm. It would be fun to play yeah. Switch. Yep, so uh, Sonic Lost World is, is what I've been playing also. What have you guys been playing? How about you, Shelly? Uh, I have been actually, besides playing Smash, obviously, <laughs> been playing more PS4. I Nice told myself that I would play so my backlog my main backlog like the top three on there are Journey um, Shadow of the Colossus and Horizon Zero Dawn so I started Horizon Zero Dawn and technically I started Journey because I needed to wait for Horizon Zero Dawn to finish downloading so I started Journey but I'm not going to go back to it I don't think until I finish Horizon Zero Dawn um, that was just me TV trying to kill like time a couple hours yeah I could do it, probably. Tia and my wife, for those who don't know. Yeah. I was just so excited to get into Horizon Zero Dawn. I haven't really been able to put it down. So that's definitely the game I've been playing the most um, this last week, which is super fun. It's like if Breath of the Wild and Shadow of Mordor had a baby. Okay. And and if she she didn't know how to climb very well. No, that's what I mean. It's like like, uh, (laughs) the climbing's not as good. As yeah. either of the, in either of those games, I would say, because you yeah. need to. There was a time where, um, so there's these. They don't. They're kind of collectibles, but they're not really collectibles. There's vantage points in this game yeah. if you never played it before. So you can go to a certain spot, and then you'll be able to see like a hologram of what it looked like in the past, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I was trying to find this vantage point, and I knew it was at the top of this tower, but I could not for the life of me figure out how to get up to it. I had to look it up because I didn't realize you couldn't just kind of climb your way up there. I was mm-hmm. jumping around hoping to find some sort of place she could grab. But no, she had to go. I had to go outside and find the pegs and find these pegs and then go on all the like yellow marked places. Which So I'm like mm-hmm. grateful they at least mark it. But man, that was annoying. I'm like, hey, you could... <laughs> Grab any of this stuff, Aloy. Like, you have the skills. You've done it before. (laughs) I believe in you. Yeah, I was just... programmed too, though, unfortunately. Exactly. That that was a little frustrating. But that's been my biggest complaint, honestly. It's been really fun besides that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, the world is so interesting. I like it because, um, yeah, it's different than Breath of the Wild, but it's more story and character-based in Breath of the Wild. But Breath of the Wild, I think, is still a better game in general, but that's because I've played it so much more than this game. I still really it's like both, robot though. dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, I, I finally saw one of those tall boys um, the other day, and I was so excited. I was like, man. I, I think that's why I tied it so closely to Breath of the Wild, because I didn't realize um, you climb those guys, and those yes. are, like, the towers. Like, they're, yeah. they they right. serve the exact same function as the towers in Breath of the Wild. Of like and each one of them is map. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, that was pretty cool. They I was were very pumped one of my that. favorite parts of the game was waiting to jump on one of those, like getting to a point where mm-hmm. I could jump on one. I mm-hmm. climbing all the way to the top. I was like, this just seems so cool. And then I would get up there and I would just like sit up there for a second, mm-hmm. and just look out. Oh, the yeah. game is gorgeous. Yeah, it's very pretty. Um, 
And yeah, I don't really have any other like complaints so far. It's really fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. And it's been fun to talk to my coworker about it too, because he's been, um, I told him that I started playing it because LJ, you were playing Horizon Zero Dawn, which inspired me to be like, oh, I should probably go play it. And so he was inspired by me. He's starting New Game Plus. Um, Nice. Oh, cool. So he's been giving me lots of good tips of like, oh, you should probably do this or this quest this side quest gives you this really cool thing so you probably prioritize that and like yeah get all the cool. allies yeah okay um, yeah i love the photo mode in that game too i love taking lots of photos like oh, yeah. photo modes in any game i will like literally abuse and probably spend more time in the photo mode than anything yeah oh man so definitely have a great time with that game i know it's a big game so i probably won't be done with it for a while but you know we're doing it might be um, it like a month but i yeah I'm, I power through well a game until it. it's done. Yeah. I'm going to try to finish it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. Journey's cool. Again, I only played maybe 10 minutes of it. So I'm excited to actually be able to commit time to it. Yeah. That one's really pretty. Mm-hmm. I have that, that the... That uh, should be able to beat pretty quick. Yeah. I have the Journey theme for my PS4. Oh, cool. Because I, I just got that I have a Horizon game. Zero Dawn theme for my PS4. Nice. I might I might get that one, too. I just I got the Journey one because I could. But... I still have the DBZ one that came with my pre-order. Nice. I haven't changed it. I got generic. it when I got that game, and it's been a, a year now. Yeah. I, just, I love this. I love the music to it. It's got this really nice song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I turned off the music on my PS4 theme. <laughs> it can be kind of intrusive at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least it's not the... Um, I'm trying to remember. My um, one, Some of my friends have this very what I would say annoying wallpaper. I don't know where it's from. I want to say it's got to be from like, like it's like a jungle with just nature noises, which I'm like, hey, that's kind of cool, but it's like loud <laughs> nature noises. Um, so I don't know what game that's from or if it's just a theme you could buy, but I was I was put off by that. So Journey is like, that theme is very bright yellow, which puts me off, but I like the music and it's really pretty. So that's enough about me. What have you been playing? <laughs> uh, nothing special. It's been a busy week. Nice. We can go into the gaming news. Okay. Um, so first big piece of gaming news is that System Shock 3 team, uh, Other Side Entertainment, is no longer employed. What, what else have they done? Um, well, the, so the, the guy that runs the company is Warren Spector. He's done a lot of well-known games in the past. System Shock 3 is a well-known franchise because that brought things like Bioshock. Hence the name. Like, Bioshock is like the spiritual successor. Okay. Um, I know Bioshock games. Yes. I'm trying to think of what else Warren Spector has done. Uh, he was in charge of the first Epic Mickey game, uh, was one of them. Oh, that was a weird uh, series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else he's done off the top of my head, but he's done, he's done a bunch of stuff. But, so there have been reports that... A bunch of these people, I don't think it's necessarily like the whole company is done, but it sounds like a lot of the creative leads from this particular game uh, have, don't, it sounds like they just don't have jobs anymore. Um, that so sucks. That, wow. That's kind of a bummer because this is, like, people were looking forward to this because of the name behind it, and they they pretty much got full control to do whatever they want because the original publisher, uh, Starbreeze, they went bankrupt. And so they got the license back, basically, so they could self-develop it and all that and self-publish it. But um, it sounds like we will not be getting a System Shock 3. That's sad. I wonder how much time they were given to, like, know about it. They just had a um, a demo on Steam uh, during the Game Awards. The Game Awards, they had, like, these limited-time demos because oh, they had, man. like, Skatebird and stuff. And I even installed, Bio- or not Bioshock, System Shock 3. Uh, the demo and i never got to play it um but a lot of people like tried out the demo for it and so it's just kind of interesting that it seems like that this game was that close to have a demo but it just doesn't seem like it's going to get finished yeah that's sad yeah hopefully Um, everything was like done well i just when i hear stories like this i think about uh telltale yes yeah and just how abrupt and rough that was yeah yeah, and there's still not a lot of information about this. Like, a lot of these people have changed their LinkedIn profiles and stuff like that, which is usually not a good sign. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, second piece of news is quite interesting because an ESRB rating hints at microtransactions or DLC for Animal Crossing New Horizons. Now, DLC doesn't surprise me. I honestly mm. think that's probably it. But it's still like maybe kind some of, furniture packs or something. Yeah, it's still kind of annoying to be like, hey, this is a sixty dollar game with in game purchases. It's just yeah. uh, it hurts my soul a little bit. <laughs> like buying different outfits or yeah. yeah. And people are I think are worried too because like they have that pocket camp thing. Mm. And so I wonder if like hopefully that that won't this won't have too many ties to that. Shoot, I um, didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah, this uh, this ESRB thing is basically like, you know how they have the disclaimers about like you know online play and like in game purchases and stuff like that. So that's basically what this is, and it's letting people know that there is going to be something. Nobody knows what it, it exactly is yet. On the other hand, maybe it could be in a direct tie to the pocket, whatever the app, and those in those microtransactions might just be talking about the mobile part of it. I feel like that would be a separate rating though. Yeah. Because that's a separate game. Or unless you're buying stuff within... I don't know. I don't want to buy mm-hmm. stuff within this game at all. Yeah, because that's the whole point of, like, finding stuff, like, stuff, seeing seeing stuff pop up in the stores and, and everything like that. Huh. Yeah, yeah just... so... Gross, Nintendo, don't do it. There's yeah. a couple things with Animal Crossing and, you know, that they're not allowing cloud saves with that game and that you can't transfer your Animal Crossing island slash world a save into another yeah. Switch. Yeah. So if your Switch broke, there's no way for you to get your game. This, like, and on top of the in-game purchases, I'm just, I'm, I'm still excited, but I'm just a little nervous. You remember the days when Nintendo was like, we're never going to update our games. They're going to come out perfect every oh, time we release them. <laughs> we don't follow the trends of the rest of the gaming world. And then there was a patch for like Smash Bros. Brawl or something like that. I think it was like one of the first ones. And the world was never the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Animal Crossing, it's it's still going to be exciting. Um, I think the island thing kind of almost sounds to me like... Kind of like how Splatoon, how all your profile stuff is tied to, like, online, how it's not an actual save data. So that's kind of what I think of when I think of the whole island thing as well. Mm, Yeah. Just, like, I want to... I'm going to get it, but some of their sort of last-minute decisions, I'm like, "Eh, Nintendo, why? Yeah. Why? I'm also nervous about, like, having to make the town from scratch and have it be this island like survival thing for a short time and i'm like i don't know if i want that yeah i don't know we'll see they should put like tw- like the other villagers and make it like like a survivor episode of survivor oh my gosh <laughs> anyway um so that is the story with animal crossing lately there's a lot of drama there and then the third new piece of news i was very excited about uh, because there's a release date for a Quidditch-inspired game called Broomstick League. Broomstick League. it comes League. out March 5th. That sounds cool. H- have you looked at it? It looks like Rocket League, pretty much, but on broomsticks. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it, and I saw that there were spells, but I really... There was a GameCube release yes, of Quidditch. I know what you're talking about. And I really just want EA, which I know no one likes EA right now, but I want yeah. EA Sports to make a Quidditch game. Because I think it was Warner amazing. Brothers might actually own the rights to Harry Potter again because there's that other Harry Potter game that's supposedly still being developed. Give me oh Quidditch. Oh my gosh, yeah. So yeah. Warner Brothers games could literally make their own. They could probably see this broomstick leak and be like, hey, hey guys, we like what you're doing. Uh, why don't we Harry Potter this thing up and, you know, like yeah. just make it like the new Quidditch World Cup. That'd be legit. I really enjoyed that game as a kid. They did a good yeah, job. I did too. Until you get the last team. Was it Bulgaria? Uh-huh. Belgium? Either way, you get them and then the whole game is broken because... Uh, they're like the OP team? Yeah, they were yeah. like ridiculously good. Which fits the canon, but still. Yeah, I would get... I got that team and then I spent two or three games trying to rack up as many points as possible before I get the snitch. Like 100 <laughs> points. Mm-hmm. And then allowing the other person to get the snitch the other team so that 
I would still beat them even though they got the snitch. Oh, wow. You were a jerk. Yeah. I played that game. I played the GBA version a lot. I had the, because I I don't think I really had my own console necessarily at the time. So I had a lot of Game Boy Advance stuff, and I had the Game Boy Advance version of that game. It was pretty legit. Quidditch? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like a top down view, almost looked like a FIFA or kind of like, you know, but it was. That's cool. Yeah. But they had all the animations. Guys, you got to look up this game if you've never heard of it before. The, like, Chinese team plays uh, baseball with their brooms. They, like, pitch the quaffle, and the other one, like, bats at yeah. it with their broom. On the American team plays basketball, so they're, like, taking the quaffle <laughs> and... Yeah, they have their own unique styles. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. Um, they're, like, what is it? Bouncing it. Bouncing it off the broom. Dribbling? Dribbling. Yeah, dribbling it <laughs> as they come up. They I don't dribble. watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this... So I'm excited for this broomstick league because it looks like the closest thing we're going to get to that. There is no, like, golden snitch concept, but basically, you know, the idea is, uh, like, ramming people and stuff like that to, you know, to get the ball back and tossing Mm -hmm. it in, like, the ring and all that. Like, it looks cool. Like, you can, like, deke, like, the other players, like, juke them and stuff like that whenever you're you're flying. It looks looks pretty fun. Like, I'm probably legit going to pick this up for the pledge drive because... I think that'd be visually, like, a fun thing to, like, play and yeah. for our viewers to watch. So, I'm going to get it. It looks cool. I watched gameplay of the beta, and so I was like, oh, this looks so cool. And so I was excited to talk about it tonight. Yeah. And I figure Harry Potter fans would be into it as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for the gaming news. And uh, for our poll list, the word, the letter of the day is D, because all these oh, weird. games start with the letter D. What? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was making that list and I was like, wait a minute. Um, so Damon X Machina is coming to PC this week, which is that mech switch game. Oh yeah. Cool. And then Darksiders Genesis is coming to PS4 and switch. This is the one that came to like Stadia and PC. Yeah. Uh, I think Joe either has a review going up on the website soon or is working on one, even with his, surgery i think we do have a review for that coming up um and then dreams is getting a full release uh this week which is that uh that like development like that user generated content game for ps4 oh Mm -hmm. yep so if anybody wants to play any of those that's those are the kind of the the hot items this week cool Mm mm-hmm well, I have not seen any movies this week, but I'm planning to see up to three movies next week. Oh, nice. So I will yeah. have plenty to talk about there. I am um, going to see Sonic. Go see Harley Quinn. That, I didn't make the news. They're changing Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey and the whatever emancipation of Harley Quinn, mm-hmm, fantabulous, yeah. to Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey at movie theaters. Really? Um, yeah. The way they've marketed that movie, it's... It's always been a Harley Quinn movie to me. It's never looked like a Birds of Prey movie. Right. So it's not doing well. We didn't put that in the news, but uh, I'm going to go help make it a little bit better in the box office by watching it. I'm still excited regardless of what I hear. I think we got a Bible study of that movie coming up too. Nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. You guys been watching any movies? Um... I was trying to think, and I don't know if I have. I watched the Oscars, but I don't think that counts. That's why it counts if you want to talk about it. <laughs> if not, it's cool. Well, I went to um, a cafe with a couple of my friends, uh, and they gave out ballots so you can guess oh, that's the different cool. ones. Yeah, which is cool. And my my friend, she's a movie, st- uh, a film major. So we were mostly there because of her and she was geeking out (laughs) over everything. And um, so it was fun. I mean, I, I didn't really have much. I never, I didn't watch any of like the major movies, right. Mm. That they talked about, but um, it was fun to watch for the most part. Cause it was fun to guess. It was fun to talk with friends, but. I'm bummed out that I missed Eminem cause he performed Lose Yourself. Yeah, he did. It was nuts. Because he was nominated for an Oscar for that song. And it's apparently there's like a story behind that, how he didn't go to the Oscars that year. And apparently he was like dozed off on his couch or his chair or something when Barbra Streisand (laughs) said he like won the award or something like that. Yeah. 
Was... <laughs> that sounds terrible, but I think it's cool that he came back and did that song. Yeah. I missed it, though. I, I was not expecting it. I don't think anyone else was, either. Nobody was, but yeah, it's like, cool. Like, Eminem's here? What? It sounded like people were actually singing along <laughs> with it, too. I was like, oh, I wish I would have seen it. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go find video of it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's sad. Cool. What about you, LJ? Uh, I watched a couple movies. Uh, the first one I'll talk about is Aladdin, because I feel like it's easier to talk about. Um, okay. So it's on Disney+. Plus. And it's okay. It feels like a definitely a glorified it's like, CGI. Yeah, like it feels like a glorified CGI like stage play. Like you, you could tell they're on like a soundstage the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was okay. Like I thought the guy who played Aladdin didn't do too bad. I was like, it's all right. Um, like the actors themselves, like I thought they did okay, but it just felt like it was like word for word almost the same movie. Yeah. Yeah. Will Smith, I give props to Will Smith because he d- definitely felt like he had to try the hardest. That's <laughs> and so he brought personality to that movie that it desperately needed, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Jafar was just weird. I don't know. It was just so, like like I said, it was a stage play. It felt like a stage play interpretation. Like, I'm Which not, I've, I'm trying s- to in- I've seen a stage play interpretation of Aladdin. It's really good, but right, like, I don't... I'm not trying okay. to like insult that medium. But, but as a movie, so, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was awkward. Uh, Will Smith was cool though. That he was kind of the redeeming quality to that movie, like which is interesting because yeah. I know a lot of people Will did Smith not is like probably him. My favorite part of that movie. Yeah, yeah. I loved when he's he's like, I haven't been to a party in a century. You were not gonna mess this up for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of did some of like the like not like fourth wall stuff, but like the stuff that kind of like broke time, kind of like yeah, a lot of like modern like loose references and stuff like that and that's gotta be yes. hard too taking you know trying to fill the shoes of robin williams yes yes i feel like he did a pretty good job though like he did as best as he could he did a i don't know if to say better than i thought he would but mm-hmm. I, I, well, the I blue that we saw at first was real worrisome oh yeah in yeah the commercials the first time you see him it was just like ooh. yeah which at first it was that was to me that was fine like i was like okay he's that's cool he'd you know he is blue for a little bit but then you know he tells him he's like well why don't you you know why don't you change change it up or whatever and i was like okay that's a good excuse like yeah you know like i thought they did well to to switch that up so for sure it was okay i can't sit there and rec i can't recommend it necessarily but it's i guess if you're curious it's worth a watch that's what most of these disney remakes have been i feel like is Mm -hmm. the lion king is just this word for word recreation with real looking Yes. Effects. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so the other movie I watched um, is called I Kill Giant, and that was on Hulu. It's really good. I've never it, heard of it. It's hard to, like, talk about it without, like, spoiling, like, any of the major plot points. Okay, do your best because I might watch it. it. Yeah, well, it's about this little girl. I'll basically just say, like, you know, she's... You know, kind of this weird. You know, she's got glasses. She's this, you know, kind of this weird kid. She gets picked on a lot because I have glasses. Well, she. I mean, it's just she's just like <laughs> awkward, like little girl though, like in in her school, and she okay. tells everybody that like she fights giants. Okay. And it's really cool because they do have special effects for the giants and stuff like that. It's it's really not like what you would think the movie is about, like going into it. Mm-hmm. It's just very cool. Like once you see like what the actual themes of the movie are, it's it's more of a really good, good movie I... than an action movie. Yeah, okay. without without saying too much, yes, it does. Ha- it still does have some of that action in it, which I think is really cool. Um, it's just a story that's told in such a way that I found very interesting, and so it's it's worth a watch. It's on Hulu. I I really enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember hearing about it at all. Yeah, I think it may be based on something like a book or, or like a novel. I don't remember exactly what it was, what it's based on. From um, the producers but... of Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It says that. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, it had been a while since I'd seen any trailers for it, and then I saw it was on Hulu uh, last week, and I was like, I'm gonna watch this. So, I'm it's, investigating it's worth it, right now. I recommend it. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe try not to look too deep because you might get some stuff spoiled for you. But okay. It's, it's I I don't know if I want to watch four movies this week, but right. Maybe. I mean, it's on Hulu. It should be lower on your list, maybe considering okay. there's a lot more important newer stuff out right now. Yeah. But it's worth a watch. 
Cool. Mm-hmm. My list, my list is uh, Harley. We already talked about Sonic. We already talked about, and then Toy Story Four is now on Disney Plus. Yes. Oh, I watched that again too, and that was a fun rewatch. I didn't watch that, and I've been waiting. I was like, it'll come out on Disney Plus, and then Disney Plus released, and Toy Story Four wasn't there. And I was like, what is this? So I'm glad it's finally there. They're definitely starting to float those newer movies onto that platform. It's pretty slow. Yeah, they're taking away a lot of the stuff they had on there, though, too. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful yeah. of it. You got you to gotta do something to get the Soul Stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's going on in the movie news, Shelly? Yeah, we got some news for Doctor Strange 2. Um, multiverse madness i believe that's what's called multiverse of madness multiverse of madness thank you yeah gosh um <laughs> sounds like a harry potter we're just yeah. talking about harry potter but that's true harry potter in the multiverse of madness i mean they're wizards so you're a wizard <laughs> strange that connection wizard is still strange. there yeah. yeah so um crossover so the writer is going to be the same writer for the Loki show. Um, that's Michael Waldron, that's which cool. is pretty interesting. I think that's that's probably good given, um, I mean, Loki's kind of nuts. Like, that's going to be a wacky show, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I was going to expect that to be crazy. See, and what's for... weird about that, it, I think that's the writers of Rick and Morty, right? Because that's what I've been seeing on all the headlines. Oh. I don't know about that. That would be crazy. Oh, I don't know. I didn't I, know. It's, that's that's what I've been seeing on like some of these headlines. I remember I seeing something about that too. Now that you bring it up, yeah, I don't think adds Rick and Morty writer, but isn't necessarily. Uh, I don't think that Doctor Strange Two is being written by Rick and Morty writers. Oh, okay. They are the showrunner for Marvel's Loki. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's what's going on. Um. Oh. Cool, but yeah. That's pretty exciting. It's cool to have um, more writers kind of within that Marvel circle being able to connect stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Um, And director, it's not confirmed yet. They're just, it's talks of having Sam Raimi. I'm so excited. Which I would like be Sam great. Raimi's movies too. If you don't recognize that name, then you might recognize the famous trilogy he put out. That's the original Spider-Man trilogy. <gasps> Yeah. Or the Evil Dead trilogy yeah. in Army of Darkness. Two yeah. of those Spider-Man movies are really good. Oh, that mean, that means we're probably going to get a Bruce Campbell cameo in Doctor Strange 2. That'd be legit. Whoa. Cool. He could be Ash. Isn't that... Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I would love it. That would be fun. Yeah. The fan... Yeah, I'd geek out about that. Completely. This also... I mean, you got Sam Raimi. What if he ends up being... Do they have a director for Spider-Man 3? What if he oh my gosh, took on a couple different that'd Marvel be nuts. movies? That would be quite a roundabout way of, like, history, like, repeating itself. Something. Yeah, getting your foot like, in the door. And then you get to make a third right. movie, and if it's good, then, like, kind of redeems himself. Like, Raimi made a bad Spider-Man 3. Like, no, he didn't. This movie's been great. I was like, oh, <laughs> Spider-Man 3. It's like, that'd no, I didn't. <laughs> so, so weird. Um, redemption we really like redemption here at Geek Center Grace that's true um yeah so the second news um (laughs) I'm gonna save the most I think talk worthy news for last so Saints Row is getting a movie Saints Row is a video game series I guess yes Um, chaos right yeah it's basically like a GTA clone kind of yeah like 10 times more sillier Mm -hmm. like Fast and the Furious totally and that's what these movies will be if they do actually come out. Yeah, and I believe it's the writer, either the writer or the director um, of this movie, like, really wants it to become a franchise, because that's the big thing in Hollywood nowadays, is to have a franchise. Yes. Um, but this guy also did uh, Fate of the Furious, so as we were talking about Furious okay. movies. That's um, my favorite one. And... Men in Black International. There was one other. I'm forgetting. Is but... Fate of the Furious the one with the runway? No, Fate of the Furious was when Dom was a bad guy. Uh, Fate of the... F- the one with the runway is my favorite. I don't remember which one it was. Six? Is that like six? One with the airplane stuff? They've got like a 20-minute f- runway scene. And yes, the runway that's, that's is gotta be infinitely six. long. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. It's so stupid. So yeah, it. 
It's gonna be silly, but self-aware silly, I bet, you know? Yeah. Oh, um, they could totally do some, like, Deadpool-level, like, fourth-wall-breaking stuff with that. Like, they can... They could go off the rails. It'll be bonkers. Yeah, totally. So, I think it'd be really cool if, again, we're always looking for successful video game to movie adaptations. Um, yes. So, it'd be really cool if they were able to pull it off. I think definitely the self-aware, the um, mm. not taking itself too seriously, I think that would help, honestly. Because video games are supposed to be would be the perfect game for them to base that off of too because mm. whole idea of Saints Row the Third is like they used to be street gangsters but now they're these like franchised like like gangsters like it's pretty it's it's pretty off the rails and they better include a scene where you're jumping out of a plane into the air with <laughs> the Kanye song That's, oh my gosh that was in the game they need to have that in the movie yeah oh my gosh mm. so there's that um, and our last bit of news is Chris Pratt is making slash made his own production company, which is really yeah. cool. And we're cool. interested in it um, more than just the fact that it's just someone making another production company. That Chris Pratt is making it. It's called Indivisible. That is very clearly a reference to the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, oh, yeah. You know, under God, indivisible. One nation under God, indivisible. Yeah. Liberty and justice for all. So a lot of people are like, oh, that's controversial because no one likes God and the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> but you know. we're over here going, yeah, go I know. Chris Pratt. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty excited. And he is one of the few um, actors, really, really big name actors that's super open about his faith. And so mm. this is just another act of like, hey, this is something that is important to me and um his sort of goal with this production company is to make movies that i guess it sound very like fuzzy um sort of like make the world better and like kind of bridge gaps in the the country i think i mean it's all really good it's all like really inspiring i think um mm -hmm. yeah and we always talk about here at geeks under grace we're always talking about christian content and good christian content and Everyone loves Chris Pratt. He's got Pratt. the money to do it. He's got the money. Yeah. He's had. He's the got the experience. Um, so if you, it's gonna be really cool to see the type of stuff that that production company makes. Hopefully, it's not overly propaganda, which I know is yeah. from this side of things. Shouldn't say it say it like that, but like, I hope it's not like over the top message driven. Like, right, yeah, I get right. what you're make good movies that have messages. Because then that'll turn people away too. Like, if yeah. it is. Totally. Having I hope some they're just sort of... good stories with good messages and, you know, like that are very, like, are subtle enough. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like that's something that he'll probably go for. He's been always open about his faith, but he doesn't um, critique other people's beliefs, like, ever. Right. He's, he's very upfront, like, this is what I believe. You believe that other thing? That's fine. I'm not going to shove my faith down your throat because I just want to stand for what I believe in, but you... You can stand for what you believe in, too. That's kind of how he's mm. been in Hollywood. So I think, um, yeah, this will just be a really cool avenue for probably Christian content, um, or at least content that's going to have wholesome messages that, that yeah. we can all support. Um, but yeah, we don't have any information beyond that, I would say, but... It's really, mm. it's a really cool thing to see. We we talk here all the time about like people ask us questions about Christian content and if it's going to like it was a couple of weeks ago. Someone was asking. I think oh, it was just was last question? week. The movie. Or was it last week? I thought it was more than yeah. You're right about Christian video games. Um, and we talked about yeah, like the future could mm -hmm. see more of that stuff and this is just mm -hmm. another sign of that of course it's more movie related obviously the video game but it's the same it'll all grow from that though yeah totally yeah, totally that's what we're thinking so yeah it's very cool thank you chris pratt very cool uh, mm -hmm. i love chris pratt he's such a gem yeah he's one of my favorite actors totally because he is such a great actor and a it's great person I have a mouse rat t-shirt from Parks and Rec. <laughs> Talking about Christian production companies. This kind of segues into TV a little bit. Okay. I got I got attacked by Pure Flix. They were oh. very aggressive. Oh. <laughs> I, Probably because so, you were talking bad last week. Not talking bad, but... I had watched Sons of Anarchy. 
a little bit. I've been talking about Sons of Anarchy apparently around people. And uh, Facebook overheard. My phone overheard. I might have looked something up on Facebook. <laughs> like, I might have looked up some Sons of Anarchy stuff. Anyways, Pure Flix has a trailer for what I found as a show called Sons of Thunder. <laughs> and, oh my goodness. Okay, so... What's really funny about that, it's obviously this ripoff of Sons of Anarchy. It's this Christian, uh, it's a guy who's, like, come to Jesus, and so he's trying to, like, leave his motorcycle club, which is a motorcycle (laughs) gang. And what I love about that is I actually, like, looked into, I looked into Sons of Anarchy. I had seen something about, on an article, because Facebook is all over me about this thing. Um, (laughs) It was, like, the true stories of Sons of Anarchy, and so I was like, wait, is it a true story? And it's not. Uh, and the idea, as I was reading into it and researching, um, of a club being a gang is usually very uncommon. And mm-hmm. then a motorcycle gang and a motorcycle club are often um, very different things. And so Sons yeah. of Anarchy, it's a unique idea to have this motorcycle club um, that's masking as a club, but it's actually this like big criminal ring that they are. So for Sons of Thunder... To, they're not just like ripping off this. Like, they're completely taking from the Sons of Anarchy um, fiction that the creator has made and making this making this show. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't look terrible. I'm, I'm kind of interested. Pure flicks. That's just funny though because we were literally talking about that kind of stuff last week and then you're like, I got attacked. Yeah, no, they're listening. Crazy. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is really specific, guys. <laughs> you were, like, spiritually convicted. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That was a thing. Um, I haven't watched it yet. I might later. We'll see. I did watch uh, an anime. I just finished oh, cool. it, actually, today, like, right before we recorded. Um, and I can recommend it if you're over 18. It is... <laughs> the name's so funny to me. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Oh, I've heard of that show. Yeah, I've heard I really, really series, good things. Yeah. And I was like, it sounds kind of risky, risque. And people were like, no, 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 you should watch it. It's really good. So I did, um, and they were wrong. It is risque. There is a lot of <laughs> – it's rated M for Mature uh, or MA, whatever you want to call it. TVMA. TVMA because of – the like fan servicey stuff that happens hmm. uh there's a lot of it but the concept of the anime uh really caught me and my wife we watched it together it's kind of like sword art online in the sense that you are um you're in this world that's like it's even got a tower like sword art online is, does uh where they're fighting different dun- dungeon levels and so the only difference is this world that they're in is their real world it's not a video game Hmm. Um, and so this adventurer, he literally, he just goes in to level up and to, you know, make money fighting in the dungeons. Uh, but he found a girl in a dungeon that he really likes. He's <laughs> trying to like hit on her. Uh, and then every other girl in the entire show is in love with him and he's oh, completely gosh. oblivious cause he's got tunnel vision for this one, one gal, oh. uh, who probably didn't even like him. So I think she does, but we've only got one season so far. It just came out. <laughs> um, so just kind of be content aware. But if you like Sword Art Online, you're over 18, um, you know, and that stuff doesn't bother you, then it was a very adorable anime. It's it's funny. It's goofy. Cool. Uh, and that's all I watched. What did you watch, Shelly? I watched more Ruby. Oh, cool. Season I keep seven. forgetting that there's more. Yeah. <laughs> I need um, to watch it. I don't know how far I am at this point. I don't think there's... I mean, the seasons are fairly short. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Ruby, I, they're always shorter than I anticipate, so... Definitely well into season seven. But not That's done the newest yet. One, right? It is the newest one, correct. Yeah, it's good. Last time Still. I watched was like three or four. I'm a season behind. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Cool. What about you, LJ? Um, I'm excited to say that Brooklyn Nine Nine is back this week. Yes, I love that show <laughs> so much. It was two episodes, also, which was really cool. 
And it's like I have Fridays off and it comes out like Thursday nights. And so it was exciting because I was like, I get to spend my Friday morning watching this show again. What does it come out again on? Um, NBC. And then I watch it on Hulu. Okay. Which also actually has me slightly worried because I know they got their own streaming service coming on. So I hope... I hope they're not like, hey, Hulu, you can't have this anymore. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. I'd be bummed out if that was the case. That'd be lame. Yeah. So that show's back on again, which it's exciting because that's a good, funny show. Um, the other show I've been watching is also an anime. It's called The Rising of the Shield Hero. Okay. And it is another one of those like video game world type of deals, except yeah. it's very, it plays very loose with the video game stuff in that like only the shield hero, like has he's uh, so the concept is that there are these like four heroes there's a shield hero the sword hero the spear hero and the bow hero and so they're all summoned from like different dimensions and this world is supposed to be familiar like to a game they've played and so it's all like has different names though so it's they're not like part of like our same earth um but shield hero is interesting because he can't have a melee weapon so he's like very like support magic oriented and so he has to have somebody that helps him fight so he can gain experience and all that. Um, but it's a it's got some pretty dark themes because like the first episode is is pretty dark because like he gets framed for like for like taking advantage of his of his female partner or whatever and all this stuff and so they oh, wow. put him at a very low point and so kind of the shows about him kind of having to like build his reputation back up and stuff like that and um, it's it's pretty good I'm enjoying it uh, it's. It, it is it is it does still have have some dark themes um it's not like super fan servicey yet though it does have some nudity but it's not like it's like off-screen kind of stuff you don't actually like see anything okay um but i'm enjoying it i think season two comes out this year and um since i do help out with our anime department i'm trying to watch that show so i can write a season one review of it cool and so yeah i've been dabbling in anime a little bit lately and editing for the department so that's been kind of fun to kind of dip my toes into more of that stuff yep cool so that's what i'm watching i before we get into the tv news i also watched vikings season finale oh, nice. hit and the ending reveal is oh my gosh but other than that <laughs> that sounds like the opposite of what you were saying about it though like you were saying it wasn't like very good yeah the rest of the show even that rest of that episode was just kind of like all right that's cool. So I it guess. sounds like maybe they're going like, "Haha, we tricked you! Now it gets good." Kind of a deal. Yeah, I I have to wait months probably before the rest of the season comes out. It's mid-season mm. finale. Oh, yeah. Um, but most I'm hoping it's a reverse Game of Thrones, and that it'll start bad but end really well. Mm. Um, instead of Game of Thrones just like being bad the whole time. Uh, the oh. last season. I was so bad at the last season. <laughs> but they're doing things in this too, though, that I feel like I could have watched an entire season of something that happened in two episodes, and I that bugs me so much. Huh. Don't like that. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Hopefully cool. it ends all right. They are doing things to uh, characters that I like, and it's making me upset. And that's oh. <laughs> that's my life. <laughs> we can get into the news. You mentioned NBC streaming service. Well, CBS All Access is also a thing that exists. Star Trek's on there. I've heard Star mm-hmm. Trek's actually really good. Um, the Picard yeah. Star Trek show. Uh, mm. They're actually going to be working more. I think CBS is owned by Viacom, but Viacom is yes. taking not only CBS, but like Nickelodeon and oh, Paramount uh, Pictures and everything else and kind of throwing all of that into one single streaming service, mm-hmm. uh, which... I think it's cool. I'm really interested in how this is all going to work, though, because Netflix was making a deal with Nickelodeon. Mm, uh, right. I really kind of wanted to see that flourish instead of... I, I, that worries me about that that deal and that partnership. Where am I going to um, see my live-action avatar? They said yeah. they were going to put that out on Netflix. It's still working <laughs> on that. Hopefully they continue to do so. Pluto TV, Nickelodeon, BET, MTV, Comedy Central, and Paramount Pictures um, are all going to be part of that. Plans are slated to be nine ninety nine, which is expensive. Yeah, wow. It's expensive, but if they give me another Avatar show, I would probably like an original <laughs> new content. I'd pay ten dollars a month for it. 
Uh, I don't like that. But, but <laughs> you could binge watch. That's true. You just oh, wait until know. it's all out by one yep. month. That's true. I was going to say that they're... The streaming services are getting creative where they're doing everything by uh, by on a weekly basis now. I want an avatar where, uh, like Avatar The Last Airbender, where there is no avatar anymore. And so four benders get together and they decide they're going to be the avatar and they work together. That's a cool concept. Yeah, yeah I think it would be really fun. I was really hopeful when Korra, spoilers for Korra, but it's an old show now. Um there's a spot where she like shuts off where she's going to be the last avatar. And I think they retconned it later on, but I was like, they could do my idea. <laughs> so it's retconned, but that's fine. Huh. Uh, yeah. I don't know when that's coming out, but it kind of makes sense for them to expand these streaming services to be, if they own all that property anyways, might as well throw it under one umbrella. All right. Uh, also in the news, a new show coming out called die heart. As in Kevin Hart, because Kevin Hart is going to be in it. It's this kind of meta game or meta show, meta game, meta show <laughs> where Kevin Hart is trying to be an action hero. So he joins like an action hero school uh, where John Travolta puts him through terrible, like different stunts to be this big next action star. Uh, and Kevin Hart's in it. So I'm sold. Action heroes must be in short supply in that in that series. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, and then we're talking about anime. Future Avengers. It's an anime yes. um, that's about like the Marvel's Avengers. And there are these kids. Tony Stark was in the little clip that I saw. Um, they made an English dub for it, but I haven't really heard anything about this show at all. I don't think it came out here. I think it came out in like Europe or something. Okay. There's an English dub for it. I've seen right. s- stuff. I don't know if it was a trailer or what I was watching. I looked on YouTube. Just My, my super in-depth research was a 20-second dive into YouTube. <laughs> but I saw Disney XD. I saw that they had the English dub. Uh, it will be released February 28th. Yes. So yeah, coming up really soon cool. to Disney+. Plus. And it looks cool. It's got that kind of like Digimon vibe. Which I love. Yeah. Reminds me of Digimon and, like, Beyblade. Like that anime made for kids kind of a style. Yeah. But. The art seems cool enough. It's got the Avengers in it. It sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm in. We'll see how that how that is. I'll probably check that out since I have Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have Disney+, Plus too. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. That's what I'm going to see Toy Story 4 on. But that is the news. Grab, grab some tissues. Okay. For Toy Thank Story. You. I don't know, after Toy Story 3 with the lava. Well, on the show there, uh, were you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Um, uh, I played more D&D. Nice. nice. That's good. You liking yeah. it? Yeah, it's been good so far. Um, so we have moved on to like seafaring kind of stuff. Uh, our DM built lore for this world um, that we're playing in. It's a very homebrewed world. Uh, it's pretty nice. cool. We all have like magic items now. I have... A magic hammer that I named the Doomslayer <laughs> that I have to call back um, if I want to if I want it back. Yeah. So I better not lose it. Um, and then a buddy of mine, he's got this like magic quiver that's that can refill regular arrows, but not like special arrows. Uh, buddy of mine has some kind of magic flute. I forget exactly what it does. And then uh, that's our bard. And then our rogue, he has since he's the new captain of our ship that we have now. He has the captain's hat, which one one use per day he can like charm somebody. Lit. So there's all this like homebrewed like fun stuff that uh, my buddy the DM is is doing. Um, so we've actually like so that was kind of like it was kind of like the whole intro to like what is going to be our campaign because initially we just did like the one shot before to like see how we all liked it. And uh, so so yeah, it's gonna be a regular thing now. We're gonna do it once a month. We're doing it over Roll Twenty, which I think. It's still a really cool app. Still a really cool way to play. Cool. Because um, you can do, like, all the dice rolls. Like, if you have to roll a particular check for something, you just hit, you just click on the stat, and it'll roll that for you. Okay, um, that's cool. Yeah, and you still have, like, the individual, like, dice that you can, like, hit a button for to roll. 
mm-hmm. but it just makes it so intuitive. Like my buddy, he has like he has like the tile grids and stuff that he's bought like specifically for Roll Twenty to like make maps and all that. It's pretty fascinating. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can out about anything else, Shelley? Yeah, I actually back to game on kickstarter which i don't think i've ever done before but it looks really good um it's called kindred fates i believe that's what it's called um which is it looks like exactly what i want in a pokemon game okay and it's meant to be a another one of those like monster capture fight games but it's um it reminds me a lot of digimon actually because all of the monsters and i believe they're called the kindred um so all the kindred they're like all sentient they can speak they can talk they can negotiate whatever um and you form bonds with them and they can actually leave you if you don't have a high enough bond with them because they're their own beings that can leave whatever they want um but you fight with them uh and what's cool is that it's not turn-based. It's like action RPG fighting. It's like cool. an MMO kind of okay. is, is what I think of. You you, know, you press the button, you keep pressing, you spam the buttons if you want. Um, but all of the, there's different types of kindred, but they're not, the different types are different fighting styles, not so much different cool. type advantages. Like, okay. And so... Like, fire is more hit and run, whereas water is more combo-based. So fire is going to have a less, like, a harder time against a water type, and therefore there's an advantage there. But it's not explicitly in, like, the attacks. Um, hmm. It's in the fighting style. It looks like Breath of the Wild, kind of. Yeah. It's, um, you could, like, ride on the kindred. Like, there's different mounts. Um, you can customize your character. Uh, it's just, like, is. I was reading the description sort of the campaign, and it... Um, I just resonated with it so much because it was basically like, hey, we're just people who grew up with Pokemon and we wanted, we really hoped that series would sort of grow up and mature like we did. Um, So, and just kind of because it hasn't, we're doing it instead. We're making it a little bit more mature. We're having villains that are sympathetic. We're having a story. We're having really like well-crafted characters. um, And... We're having consequences to your actions, blah, blah, blah. Which I'm like, man, those are the things I love. And like, when I look for a game, the fact that it's like a Pokemon sort of style game makes it even better. Um, They're called Kinfolk. That's what it is, Kinfolk, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's It looks really good, though. If you want to check it out on Kickstarter, it's going to be on there for another like week or two, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I are they pretty they're close currently to getting at 111,000 in 16 days. Yeah. And at 155,000, it'll release on Nintendo Switch. Which is what I'm really hoping for. Like, I'll play it on PC, <laughs> but I really want it on Switch. I think that'd be amazing. Um, so, yeah, it's super well, f- it's super funded. Um, so okay. now everything is stretch goals. Um, so the one I'm putting money in, because I want it to get on the Switch, I think it'd be really cool. Plus, the um, reward I'm getting... I forget how much of the money was it was, but so there's a, you know, you get like a starter kinfolk. I don't think you, I don't know if you get to choose or if they just give you one, but the one in the trailer, his name is Auburn and he's just cute little fire bear dog thing. Hmm. And um, the reward I chose gives me a stuffy of it. So I, oh, cool. I, I want it. So I'm going to get it. <laughs> plus the game, awesome. plus soundtrack, other stuff. Um, cool. But it's one of those Kickstarters where you could put in an absolutely ridiculous amount of money to have like your own creations in the game. Like there's ones where you can um, make your own kin folk um, if you give like thousands of dollars, or oh, make your own yeah. NPC or things like that, which is nuts. But hmm. anyway, cool. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, that sounds cool. Totally. Well, I'm not geeking out about anything else, so we can head on out. All right. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. And LJ? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ, and you can find me streaming Friday nights on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. 
Bye bye. Adios. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on.